thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Please join me in the portion of Psalm 65 appointed for today. You visit the earth and water it abundantly. You make it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water. You prepare the grain, for so you provide for the earth. You drench the furrows and smooth out the ridges. With heavy rain, you soften the ground and bless its increase. You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths overflow with plenty. May the fields of the wilderness be rich for grazing, and the hills be clothed with joy. May the meadows cover themselves with flocks, and the valleys cloak themselves with grain. Let them shout for joy and sing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and to deal with sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, so that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot and those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. 
Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies, also through his Spirit that dwells in you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We respond together in the words of Canticle 17, the Song of Simeon. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen. A sower went out to sow. And he sowed some seeds that fell on a path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble and persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word. But the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case, a hundredfold, in another, sixty, 
and in another, thirty. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. As a servant of our Master Jesus Christ, I pray that the words I share with you today are found acceptable and pleasing to him. Amen. When Don and I were asked to be lectors today, I had no idea that I would be reading the parable of the sower. I remember sharing this lesson with the children in godly play, and oh, I do miss the children each week, and I pray that they are safe and that they are feeling God's embrace every day. But then I started thinking, and I think the Spirit actually whispered to me that I could share the godly play materials with you today. And so I am. And I want to compare the parable of the sower with the parable of the Good Samaritan. In godly play, we call this technique side-by-side parables. Why, you might be asking, am I comparing it to the parable of the Good Samaritan? Well, that's because just last week, all the Trinity families received a newsletter, their summer packet, and the theme this summer is being a good neighbor, as revealed through the parable of the Good Samaritan. And the packet's filled with activities and games and things for them to do to delve into the parable. And I also wanted to give the parents a way or in a vehicle to talk about with their children some of the things that we're seeing now in our country regarding racial injustice. So, today, let us compare the parable of the sower with the parable of the Good Samaritan. Let's begin. You heard this in the Gospel reading, but let's just quickly refresh. The sower who scatters seeds, scattered seeds on a path, on a rocky area, thorn area, and good earth. The birds ate the seed. The roots could not grow. The plants were overcrowded by the thorns and were not able to get the sun. But the seeds in the good soil grew produced fruit, sometimes a hundred pieces of fruit, sixty and thirty. Now here's the Good Samaritan, the parable. Let's refresh that too. So, before the parable began, a person came up to Jesus and asked, what's the most important commandment? And Jesus said, well, you know that. And the person said, yes, it's love your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. But who is my neighbor? And that's when Jesus shared this parable of a traveler walking from Jerusalem to Jericho. And on his way, two robbers came and attacked him, beat him, stole the money, the clothes, and left him injured, very injured, on the side of the road. And then a priest was on the same path, saw the injured man, crossed over, and walked on. A second man, who was also working at a temple, 
did the same thing. And yet a third man walked along the path. But this was different. This man was a Samaritan. Now, in those days, people who lived in Samaria did not like the people in Jerusalem, and people in Jerusalem did not like the people in Samaria. And yet, this man came and heard the calls of the injured, listened, and helped. Bringing the injured man to an inn and paying for his care. And Jesus then asked the person, who is the neighbor? And the person said, the Samaritan. And Jesus said, go and do likewise. So, how can we learn more about the messages if we bring these two parables together? So, I wonder, is it hard to be a good neighbor when you're influenced by lots of thorns around you? Or maybe your roots are not strong enough to really understand the way of love. I wonder if the two passerby people, where would you put them in the parable of the sower? I wonder, where would you put the robbers? Maybe here, because we know that stealing and murder, or, or near murder, is wrong. But do we really know much about the robbers? What if their situation is that their father is, unemployed, their mother is very sick, there's no food for the family to have. That does not justify what they did, but it does cry out for some help. So what if when the passerbys walked by the injured man, are they also walking by the robbers? And another thing, in the parable of the sower, Jesus used the word twice. Listen. Listen. So I wonder if we look at the most important commandment, and if we replace the word love with listen. Listen to your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And listen to your neighbor as yourself. So then I wonder, when the two persons chose to walk by, were they hearing? Were they listening to the injured man? Or were they listening to some other things in their head that made it hard to listen to the injured man? And then I wonder... When the Good Samaritan, what was it that allowed this Good Samaritan 
to listen to the injured man. I wonder how important listening is and being a good neighbor. And does loving your neighbor make it easier to listen to your neighbor? Or does listening to your neighbor make it easier to love your neighbor? Now, at this point in the Godly Play class, children would be invited to add material from any lesson. Perhaps somebody would come by and say, add this. And I would say, oh, tell me about that. And they said, well, this is a river, and the injured man would need to be bathed and clean. Now, what if I told you that this river comes from the story of Jesus being baptized in the Jordan River. Now what comes to your mind when you bring the Jordan River into this story? And maybe another child would bring this in. And I would ask why. And the child says, well, That's the food and the drink that the Good Samaritan was giving to the injured man. But what comes to your mind when you see this cup and this plate in this space? What if I add this to the parable? Renew with me one of your baptismal vows. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? And join me in the response. I will, with God's help. Amen. Lord, make us servants of your peace. Where there is hate, may we so love. Where there is hurt, may we forgive. Where there is strife, may we make one. Where all is doubt, may we so Dying we live and are reborn.
Let us confess our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray in the words our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. For only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care. And guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O Lord, mercifully receive the prayers of your people who call upon you, and grant that they may know and understand what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to accomplish them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please join me in praying to God for healing and comfort, mercy, and a renewed commitment to follow Jesus, saying, Lord, hear our prayer. O God of compassion, giver of life and health, we pray for your healing mercies upon all people, the sick and those who care for them, the grieving and all who comfort them in their sorrow. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for courage and wisdom for our leaders and for our church, 
as we discern our individual role and our community's call to heal the divisions which infect our country. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask, Heavenly Father, that we be guided by your spirit of love and by our baptismal promises to respect the dignity of every human being and all of your creation. Help us to witness to your purpose with renewed integrity. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for those on our parish prayer list. Edith, Susie and Ellie, Edie, Barbara, Orly, Matthew, Colby, Jean, Jane, Sandra, Daniela, Michael, Mark, Scott, Charlie, Nigel, Christine, Ryan and Kim, Linda and John, Shannon, Lydia, Paul, Ellen, Will, Peter, Nancy, Marjorie, Robert, Audrey, Doug, Susan, Mary Sue and Charles, Isabel, Christina, Sergio, Tom, Joan, Caroline, Margot, Jenna, James, Betty Ann, Barbara, Sue, Justin, Jim and Deborah, Rick, Carol and John, Christopher and Heidi, Peter, Marie and William, and all those you name now. And we pray for those who have died. May they rest in the joy of heaven in, in God's loving embrace. Lord, hear our prayer. Mercifully accept these our prayers, O God of all comfort, and our only help in time of need. Amen. Good morning, my friends. First of all, I want to thank Carol Brady for bringing us the good word this morning. Many of you haven't seen Carol's face in a while, um, but she has been working tirelessly every week to provide church school for all ages and resources for parents and children on our church school at home link on our website. You should check that out. She's also developed a monthly newsletter that she sends by snail mail directly to each of our children so that they continue to feel connected to the church outside of Zoom and other computer events. She's hosted Zoom youth groups and has made a phone tree at the beginning of all of this to link our families together and has continued to stay in touch with all of the families of young children in our church. So thank you, Carol, for your ministry always and for your particular creativity and ministry during this time of COVID and for your good words today. We are all blessed to see your face and to hear how God is speaking through you in your ministry. Thank you. I also want to thank our assistant Christopher Whiteman and members of the Social Justice Committee for the wonderful forum that we hosted on Wednesday night at 7. There were 45 or 46 of us gathered and people spoke about their personal experiences and shared why they felt called to deepen their own understanding and actions around issues of racism and racial justice. 
look for more information about things that you can join in. If you are interested, please email Christopher at whiteman at trinityconquered.org to make sure that you're on the list. My third thing is um, it's not too late. It's not too late to send in some money to sponsor a grocery bag. And those grocery bags were delivered on Friday to 50 families, the families of our Be Cool campers at St. Stephen's. So sadly, last week would have been the week we were all together with our young friends from St. Stephen's. But instead, we were able to, through the great work of David Taki and David Weiss, who did all the shopping and packing, um, deliver these grocery bags. But we need uh, we need to pay for them. So some of you have already sent in your checks or made special gifts online. You can do it either way. Just be sure to write Be Love or St. Stephen's in the memo line. And we will rejoice that we were able to provide those groceries to families who are really struggling in this time of COVID. And then finally, of course, immediately after the service, we will host coffee hour, not in the small groups, just in the big room, kind of a more low key summer coffee hour. The link was in the window yesterday and it's wide open, so please just click the link. No pre-registration is needed, and I look forward to seeing your face and hearing your voice. Even in the midst of our struggles, we remember that we are always so blessed to be God's people. Please join me in the words of the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, We, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you in the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. My friends, let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.